want to read you an actual exchange of one of my clients of a guy that she met online. Okay. So just bear with me and listen to this exchange. So the guy says to her, hello there. How are you doing? It is my pleasure to meet you here. My client, she's a girl, obviously, she says, hi there. Likewise. Then he says, how are you today? She says, doing okay. Looking forward to enjoying this beautiful weather. How about you? And then she puts a picture of a bicycle. Then he says, I'm doing good and great. Silence. (laughs) Does this sound familiar? Have you ever had an exchange like this? You know, those like, boring Q&A exchanges. This was so classic. You know, when she sent this to me, we were laughing because she said, you know, I, I don't even know where to go with this. And I'm sure he was thinking the same. And, and this just goes to show you, it takes two to tango. This is kind of a new world, especially if you're just diving into it for the first time and you were used to doing other kinds of dating. And it shows you how complex online dating can be, whether it's your text exchanges, what pictures to put up, and kind of the assumptions and judgment calls that people are making on the pictures, whether it's flirting and how to flirt online. And whether it's closing the deal or not, it's complex, it's complicated. And here's the thing, both men and women have a responsibility in closing the deal. And what I mean by that is that in this exchange that I just read you, both parties did things (laughs) wrong, right? Like neither one of them made it easy for each other to continue that conversation and get asked out. And, you know, it's tricky. It's really, really tricky. Um, There's a a statistic I saw on Good Morning America not too long ago, and I thought this was fascinating because from a woman's point of view, I I didn't think this stat would be so high. They said that 82% of women don't realize guys are flirting. So again, like, what does that mean? It's not the guy's fault. It's not the girl's fault. You know, women aren't maybe picking up nuances and guys maybe aren't putting themselves out there so that a woman gets that signal either. So yes, it's the wild, wild west of what we call virtual dating. And if you are dating in 2018, at some point you will have experienced this. So you're going to want to listen to this episode for sure. And today I'm going to do something a little different than I normally do. I want to go over the do's and don'ts of virtual dating. And we're just going to kind of bang them out. I'm going to list them out, kind of these golden rules. And this came out of really um, helping so many people navigate this, you know, virtual world. And because there are some different things that you have to pay attention to that maybe 
are not present offline. But the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of this stuff applies to offline too. But let's dive into the do's and don'ts of the virtual dating. And I'm going to start with the don'ts. So got your pencil paper. This is important. Number one, don't put pictures up that make you look bad. I don't know how else to say it. You're only as good as your worst picture. I say this all the time. And, you know, look, there are so many other components that are important when it comes to attraction. And here's the thing. People aren't going to get to know all of that great stuff about you if you're not grabbing their attention within those seconds of swiping. Right? I mean, it only takes 30 seconds to make a first impression just in the real world, and it's even faster online. So, you know, in my mind, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you put your best foot forward, your, you know, show yourself in a way that markets yourself? in the best way possible. So the do, obviously, is put pictures up that make you look good. And you got to ask yourself, are you getting clicks on your picture? You know, do your research. See which pictures are getting the most hits and explore what you need to do with other photos to increase your visibility. I mean, overall, your dating image should be sexy, it should be approachable, it should be eye-catching, and that applies for both men and women. It's no different, you know? (laughs) Sometimes women get really mad. They're like, oh, you know, men are so visual and we have to worry about the dress and, and having the makeup and the hair. Look, men, you need to pay attention to this too. We care. We do care what you look like. We don't want the naked shots in the mirror right? We don't like, you know, the oversized jeans and the sloppy clothes with the hat on that looks like from 1990. Like image matters on both sexes. And we do kind of make assumptions with, you know, one another on who you are in the world. And if you see like one picture that is not the best picture of you, we'll hang on to that. Right. So you can have like a really pretty picture of you and then you keep swiping and then there's ones that are not so good. And I see this happen all the time. I just was working with a client, actually. And I mean, she's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. And she is a go getter. She's really successful. She even had professional pictures done, which I highly recommend to mix in with some of, you know, like selfie shots and that kind of thing. But here's the problem. I She said she hated online dating because she kept getting all these weirdos after her and people who, you know, were kind of falling into the friend zone. And I said, well, okay, before we kind of dig any further, I need to see the pictures that you're putting up online. And she's like, no, I have really good pictures. I don't think it's that. And she was like hemming and hawing. I said, Great. I'm sure they're they're awesome. Send me the pictures that you're putting online and then we'll go from there. Well, she sends me the pictures. Now, she was right. There were some really, really great pictures and the professional ones were hot. I mean, she looked fantastic. Her makeup was done. Her hair looked great. She had some pictures of her in dresses and also like a casual shot with her dog. It was fantastic. But here was the problem. She had like 20 other ones that were horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and and the other ones, not that they were, I mean, I shouldn't say that. They weren't all horrible. But there were ones of her 
you know, in sweats and a baseball cap. And then there were ones with her with a ton of people where she was like out having fun and drinking and she had drinks in her hand. And then the next one, and she was out at another party with drinks in her hand. I said, I have to tell you that my impression, if I didn't know you, you look like a party girl. And she's like, oh, really? Well, I was just trying to show everybody that I was fun and there's this different parts of my life. I said, excuse me, what? who are the kinds of guys that you're trying to attract right now? Are you trying to attract like kind of casual guys who just like to party? She's like, no, I'm so over them. That's who keeps texting me. I said, who, who is it that you want to attract? She's like, well, someone serious, someone who's like relationship minded. I said, well, you're not putting that vibe out there. So you're not getting that back. That's why these pictures are so important. So important. So what you put out is what you get back. And so if you don't like what you're getting back, change it up, change the pictures. Um, I, you know, just a few tips, hire a pro. It is awesome, awesome experience to go and get your photos done. I mean, not only will you love your pictures, but just even the experience of it and seeing yourself that way is amazing. And I see that with my clients all the time who come in and do these big makeovers, you know, women who maybe didn't have a, a lot of body confidence or didn't think that they were sexy. Suddenly they do when they're in that session. It's magical. And you will love the effects that it'll have on, on you know, how everybody is seeing you. Um, the other thing is choose the right clothes. Choose the clothes that fit you, that work for you, not against you. You know, women do a mix of dresses and maybe some casual shots. I mean, you want the guy to see a variety of who you are and your different, you know, kind of lifestyles. But that doesn't mean that you have to put a picture that doesn't put you in the best light. I had another woman, she, again, she had a great dress on in one picture. And then the next one, I see her and she's outside in the mud gardening, but like she had really big clothes on and it just wasn't a flattering shot of her. And so, you know, it was confusing for the guys because the guys are probably thinking, well, I don't know which one she is. <laughs> so, you know, I always say save the lifestyle shots in different parts of your life for ones where you get to know a guy. And if he wants to see more pictures later on and you make a connection with that guy, great. You can show him your whole photo album. I don't care. But we're talking about first impressions. You just want to show the greatest ones that you have and get him to ask you out or she to, to respond to you if you're a guy. Um, the other thing to keep in mind, no sunglasses, guys. Sunglasses just looks like you're hiding. We can't see your face. Um, definitely avoid patterns and stripes. They're really distracting. They often add bulk. And for God's sakes, no baggy clothing. Make sure your clothes really fit your body and in the most flattering way. Okay, so I'll get off my soapbox about that one. But for me, of course, given what I do, and I always like to start from the outside in, I wanted to really hone in on that whole picture part. Okay. So number two, don't fall into the trap of boring Q&A exchanges like the one that I started the podcast with. Do be flirty. Do be fun. 
okay, here's the thing. Flirting online is just as important as offline. And many people mistakenly treat each interaction as a business transaction because it's like they just want to get to the good stuff. They want to check off their list. They want to get to the interview to see if they're a good match and not waste time. But here's the truth. You are actually wasting more time by interacting this way because the quality of communication is way more important than and valuable than the quantity. So take your time. Be playful. Tease one another. Tell stories. Have fun. You know, it, it's more about that, that connection, that likability factor that's important than nailing down a Tuesday at 5 p.m. to have that date. And a lot of people lose sight of that. So how do you do it? I mean, that's that's the biggest question, right? I remember, again, I was working with this other woman, and I and I, I might have talked about this before, but it just it, it's such a good example of what people do wrong. Um, she had me go into her profile to see her exchanges with the men, and I was horrified because. I, <laughs> You know, every exchange was was a little bit like what I read, you know, to you earlier. It was just like, hi, how are you? How's your day? Do you like this? Do you like that? Goodbye. And she wasn't getting anywhere, you know, and she was just trying to nail and literally trying to nail down the date. And I said to her, you know, if stop letting, you know, stop letting that kind of agenda in your head, rule your conversation. Instead, just get to know the guy, right? Be flirty, have fun. But she didn't know how to do that. So, I mean, I had to play a little bit of Cyrano de Bergiac, like I often do, and showed her some examples of some exchanges and boom, right away, she got the guy to ask her out. And it was just like tweaking the way she was you know, doing things. So for instance, adding emoticons, that is a great, great tool. You know, um, you can say the same phrase and it be read very differently if you just add an emoticon, right? Like you could say, I can't wait to see you, period. Well, that doesn't really show excitement. We can't hear your voice. And especially if someone doesn't know you yet, they don't know what that means. And if there's a period at the end, you look a little serious. However, if you say, I can't wait to see you tonight, smiley face, or even the emoticon with, you know, where you blow the heart, which is the most popular and responsive emoticon there is, by the way, both for men and women, which I was surprised about. I was surprised that men actually like that too. Um, by doing that, you're adding actually tonality and like a context to your sentence. So that's a great way of being flirty. The other way is being, you know, kind of teasing, using humor. You don't have to, here's the thing, you don't have to answer everything at face value either. You know, like if somebody asks you a question about where, you know, like what you do for a living, which I hate, by the way, I always like to throw a question back, like try it. It, it works beautifully. So what do you think I do for a living, smiley face? I like this. I like that. And make a game of it. Have fun with it. Or wouldn't you like to know, smiley face? Again, like, you know, adding that emoticons really makes it more fun. 
now you got this little bit of teasing and and kind of game going back and forth that makes it more fun than, you know, where do you like to go? Oh, I like to go to Applebee's. I don't know. I don't know why I said Applebee's. <laughs> I hate Applebee's. Sorry. No, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't answer everything at face value because that's what kills a conversation and makes it go dry. And usually it ends. And finally, have confidence. I know it's easier said than done, but just be strong with your convictions. Don't get in your head about, oh, am I saying the right thing? Or maybe I shouldn't say that. Or, oh, he's going to think so poorly of me. Or she's going to think I'm too forward. Stop that kind of monkey chatter in your head. It has nothing to do with what she wants or he wants. Do what you want and do it boldly and loudly. And if you do that, that confidence will show, I mean, it really will shine through in your texts and your IMs. And then finally, when you're meeting for the first time. Okay. So that's the second one is don't fall in this trap of the boring exchanges. Tip number three, don't, if you, especially if you are a woman, but I mean, this applies to both sexes, treat it like a business transaction. Now, it's a little bit like what I said before, you know, some of it has to do with, um, you know, not being flirty. But here's the thing. I, if, if a guy, it, especially if you're a woman, if you're trying to get the guy to ask you out, it, it, you don't have to be aggressive about it. You don't have to, you know, say, oh, well, you know, yeah, I, I'd love to see you. So I'm available Thursday at five o'clock. Does that work for you? I don't know if you heard my podcast with Holly. And if you haven't, go back and listen to it because that was exactly what she was trying to do. She was so busy trying to nail down the date that she lost the whole context of the, you know, exchange and the emotion and the chemistry that couldn't get created for something like that. All right. Number four, don't write a boring generic profile. Oh my God. I can't tell you how many times. Or the other extreme, don't write a Harlequin romance. Nobody wants to read three pages of your life either. So, you know, it's somewhere in between is all I can say. And we don't have time, nor am I like a total expert at writing profiles. There are a ton of people out there who are if you need help. But gone are the days also of these like long, pr prolific profiles. I mean, you know, now most people are doing app dating and you don't have a lot of room in that section to write things. So you want to be cute. You want to be witty. You want to be fun, memorable. And you really want to highlight things that you like and things that you're looking for. But more importantly, try to paint a picture of what it would be like to be on a date with you. If we were together, what would we be doing? How would we be going throughout our week? What do we enjoy together? You know, both men and women are very visual and we like to experience that. And if we see something in the profile that makes us laugh, that makes us giggle, that we relate to, it's like, oh, I could see myself being with that person. She sounds fun or he sounds fun. That's what you're trying to get. Again, these are first impressions. You don't have to go over all the things that you're looking for in terms of religion and kids and philosophy. And I see that happen a lot. And then what happens is that 
you'll have like an amazing profile. And then the people like there'll be one thing maybe you'll say about religion or one little thing that you'll say that's in a negative light and people will hang on to that negativity and swipe you away because people tend to remember the negative over a ton of positive and that's just psychology. So, I mean, this applies also when you're out on a date, and I've talked about this before. So really avoid any negative statements, too. That's the other thing that I see people. And and a lot of times, you may not even realize that it's negative. You might think, oh, well, I'm just telling that person what I like and what I don't like. But really try to focus more on what you're looking for rather than what you're not looking for. It's a huge game changer and a big difference. And okay, number five, and this is a big one, and I don't know if a lot of people talk about this, but I think it's huge. Don't be a perfectionist. And what I mean by that, don't be a perfectionist in getting even your profile up or perfectionist on having the guy or the girl check off every single item on your list in order to go out with him. Avoid the analysis paralysis that goes into this process. Because here's the thing, and this is what I tell my clients all the time, this should be used as a tool or a mechanism to meeting people. That's it. This isn't the end all or be all to meet your soulmate and that you have to make everything so perfect so that then you finally will put it up. Or, and you don't have to be the perfect weight so that you can have the perfect dress, so that you can have the perfect picture, so that you can have the perfect man. That's not what this is about. In fact, I will go so far to say is that is all fear. Any kind of excuse for you not interacting with the opposite sex, putting up a profile, having fun with it, testing it out, using it as like a social experiment, which I often say, That's how it should be used. If you're not doing it like that and you're not just putting yourself out there, there's something that is holding you back and that's usually fear. Fear is what will get in your way every single time. That's what's preventing you from meeting somebody. That's what's preventing you from putting out your profile. Fear of rejection, fear of not being good enough, fear of being compared to the other people, Fear of not being, you know, the right age for somebody, you know, whatever it is. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and I've heard it all. But here's the thing there is a perfect person out there for you somewhere. And whether it's online or offline, it doesn't matter. It but if you don't try, and especially if you're a fish out of water and you haven't dated for a long time, online dating can be a great way of practice. So don't think of it as a way to meet your soulmate. Just think of it as a way of meeting people, period, to get practice. And the more you put yourself out there and the more you practice, the better you're going to get at it. And that's going to lead you to find that person. That's, that is the exercise. Okay, so don't think of this as a tool to meeting the one, but rather exercising your way to get to know somebody to then maybe as a, like a stepping stool or a lily pad or however you want to visualize it, it'll just get you that much closer to the person that hopefully you'll end up with. So just do it, right? As they say in Nike. All right. 
So enough of my my little antics, but hopefully you guys got it. Now it's time. Um, I love reading the letters that I get. This is a this is a funny one. <laughs> I'm just warning you. Okay. Hi, Kimberly. I'm 40 years old, living in New York City, trying to date online and hating every minute of it. Oh, gosh. I haven't gotten to a point that I am so busy that I don't have time to go out on three dates per week, nor do I want to, because by the end of the date, I know they are not for me. In fact, I know in the first 10 minutes. I start making the guys meet me on Skype first, and then I do a 10-minute kind of chat before I'll even go out with him. And I basically, after 10 minutes, tell him yay or nay. And most of the time, it's nay. Is this bad? My friends think I'm being overly critical and picky, but I am trying to value my time and not getting freaking bitter about this whole process. It's about me meeting my own needs. Thoughts? Linda. Oh, well, Linda. (laughs) Yes, I will say it looks like there may be a tad of bitterness, call me crazy, just a tad in your voice. And I'm probably reading it with a little sarcasm in it, but Look, I'm I'm joking because so many of us have been there, right? Like we've had experiences where we get this bad taste in our mouth and then we do the screening process in order to avoid all these negative things that have happened to us in the past. So, you know, to me, this is a classic case of online burnout. Um, but I also detect a little bit that you've been hurt somewhere, somehow. And perhaps you've had a negative experience around dating. So, you know, again, I'm sure many of you have had this. But here's the thing. And this is my take on it. You're so busy running your dates like a series of interviews and making your lists and checking it twice, trying to find out who is naughty and who is nice, that you are preventing yourself from finding love. So my question to you is, what are you afraid of, Linda? I mean, it sounds like you're protecting yourself in some way and that no guy is going to be good enough. So therefore, he won't be. And you'll make sure of that. That's the thing. You'll make sure that that guy's not going to be good for you because then you don't have to worry about getting into something where you'll get hurt again. So here's what I want you to do first. Throw away the list. Stop doing these Skype dates, for God's sakes. Just go out and meet the guy and have fun. And I want you to have a different mindset from here on out. Instead of thinking of these things as dates, these encounters as dates, I want you to think about it as meetings. Like you're just going to go, you're going to have some meetings, not business meetings, but just like social meetings. And I want you to try to get curious. You know, when you're curious about somebody, instead of, you know, worrying about if they're good for you or not, as a different mindset, try to find out one thing that's interesting about that person. Okay. So that's the first thing is, is, and then the second is I want you to pick three guys who reach out to you, who seem to have somewhat 
compatibility with you and just start flirting online without studying the profile and see if you can just have fun. See if you can just make a connection and don't worry about whether or not he asks you out. I want you to learn to stay present. And third, yeah, stay present. That's what I was going to say. I segued myself into the third. Um, Because here, the ghosts of the past and the forecasting of the future is killing, killing your chances of meeting someone right now. And and the reality is there may be a great person in front of you, but because you're concentrating on the ghosts and the forecast, you're losing the context of that, that person right in front of you. So I think overall is really staying present and letting go of the context of everything that you know or what you have known in the past and start doing something a little bit different. So I hope that was helpful. And I know you can do it. It again, this is a, a lot of this is a mindset shift, as you can hear me talk about. You know, yes, are you gonna do things maybe a little different, like different pictures, or you're gonna have conversations a little bit differently, but let go of the pressure of having this be the end all be all of meeting someone. So I just want to recap the do's so that you have the takeaways moving forward. You know, put up, do, put up those pictures that make you look good. And again, sometimes less is more. And what I mean by that, not less clothes, but less pictures. So three to five, I say, that are really, really good. Number two, be flirty and fun. Put context and emoticons and questions in your interaction. Number three, really try to make this more of a meeting rather than a business transaction. Stay present, get to know that person. Number four, write a profile that's witty, that's fun, that markets yourself in a way that you just sound like you're super fun and and wanna get to know. Leave out all those other things that are negative. And finally, forget about the perfection, right? Just, just do your best get something up, go out, meet people, and use this as a social experimentation. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that today. And thanks for joining me. This has been the Charisma Quotient, and I'm your host, Kim Seltzer. Remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if anyone is looking for their own breakthrough session, I want to make sure you click on the link that is in this episode and find out about my new love makeover bootcamp. Stay tuned until next week with more tips on how to feel and look fabulous every day.